0: Australia's cost-of-living challenges didn't prove to be a dampener on new car sales in 2023. Figures from the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries reveal 1.2 million new vehicles were delivered last year, with Toyota the top-selling brand with 18% market share. But the Chamber isn't expecting a repeat this year – with the industry convinced that the record sales result is due to the pent-up demand caused by supply shortages from the COVID pandemic, chamber chief executive Tony Weber says cost of living pressures are likely to result in softer demand in 2024.
1: For 2024, well, there are some quite some dark clouds on the economic horizon. So, so we think that uh, that we won't get. Probably the same sales of what we had last year. But we start with good momentum, so let's see where the year goes.
0: Sales of electric vehicles more than doubled in 2023 to reach 7.2% of new car deliveries, up from 3.1% in 2022. Tony Webber says one major challenge facing Australia is building the electric vehicle charging infrastructure that's needed to turbocharge EV sales.
1: The state and territory governments and the Commonwealth are doing some work in that, that space, but we think there's going to be an enormous amount of of uh, recharging has to be put in place. And think about that. People who live in apartment blocks, which won't have capacity to recharge, They'll have to use public charging and then people in regional rural Australia will have to have a lot of recharging capacity so that they have the confidence to use their vehicles. So it's going to be a great challenge and we essentially will have to provide a new uh, supply of petrol stations in terms of electric vehicle charging into the future. So it's going to be a great challenge but it's obviously doable.
0: President of the Australian Electric Vehicle Association, Chris Jones, says charging infrastructure is a challenge, but he says other factors need to be addressed so more Australians can transition to an electric vehicle.
2: I think we've got a number of challenges, um, and I think charging infrastructure is probably number three. Um, Numbers one and two are kind of dependent on each other, and that is price and availability. So um, the fewer EVs you have on offer within the market, um, the more they can demand a higher price. So uh, it's a classic supply and demand situation. We, we do have more EVs coming into the country, which is good, but frustratingly we don't have a wide selection of models and shapes and sizes and segments that the rest of the world has access to. Uh, and that's basically... Uh, to some extent, working is a bit of a handbrake on uptake. Some people are absolutely waiting for the electric people mover, or they're waiting for the electric dual cab Ute, and because it's not there, they're just not interested in buying electric.
0: Entry level electric vehicles started about forty thousand in Australia. Environmentalist John D decided to invest in one late last year. He says he spent just over fifty eight thousand to buy a Chinese made BYD Seal which he regards as better value than a more expensive Tesla.
3: And you get a lot of bang for a buck, you you know, in terms of the, the range you can drive in the car. We can drive 570 kilometres. You can do 150 kilowatt charging, so that means you can do very long-distance driving in the car. And we also wanted a heads-up display uh, in the car. From a safety standpoint, You know that to us was... Uh, really important and you don't get those in Tesla cars but I think the the price undoubtedly was was a key consideration it was finally a, a really good quality electric car that was within the, the budget we had available.
0: Chris Jones from the Electric Vehicle Association says most car buyers in Australia elect to purchase a used car and says the used car market for electric vehicles is still minuscule.
2: We've got to remember that about one third of all vehicle purchases are new vehicles and two thirds are secondhand. So the vast majority of Australians won't buy an EV unless it's a second hand EV because they just don't don't have new car money in their pocket. Um, So I I guess we're kind of waiting for the second hand market to really start to flourish. Um, But of course that won't happen unless people buy new cars. And I think there's a big role for government fleets. Business fleets to buy those vehicles and flip them back into the secondhand market, um, but otherwise, look, I think I think a, a thirty thousand dollar new EV is absolutely the 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 tip over point. Like the running costs are so low that you can afford the extra five or six thousand dollar premium because you'll save that within two years of not buying
1: fuel.
0: As Australia looks to its 2030 emission reduction targets, there's pressure on the Albanese government to make good on a promise to introduce laws that will encourage car makers to produce cleaner vehicles. Known as a fuel efficiency standard, it places a cap on the emissions output for new cars, which provides an incentive for car makers to supply low and zero emissions vehicles. John Dee says the government promised to introduce such a measure by the end of 2023, but failed to do so.
3: Concern, I guess, amongst a lot of environmentalists uh, is whether that EVP, EV policy by the Albanese government is going to be put on ice. Under a new standard, the idea is that the, the big car brands in particular would be penalised if, uh, if they sell cars with high-polluting internal combustion engines that, you know, that use either petrol or diesel. And the idea is if they get penalised for the uh, polluting engines, the idea is that it would spur the uptake of electric and other low-emissions vehicles because apart from Russia, Australia is the only developed nation without fuel efficiency standards, and that needs to change.
0: Greg Diet, SBS News.